Welcome back to SFL Nights with AJ Stryker. I have here with me two people that were in the limelight recently, um, and uh, not necessarily in a positive light either. I have with me Mr. Damon Simeons and Mr. Shan Varner of the Houston Hyenas. How you doing, fellas? Good, Ashley. Thank you for having us. Oh, you're welcome. I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Your opening statement remind me of, uh, <laughs> of, of of Tupac and Snoop Dogg. I ain't nothing but a gangster party. I can't. Two of them ain't the most wanted. <laughs> Listen, y'all were treated like that. I'm telling you. <laughs> I thought y'all killed somebody. Hey, I was on trial. We were on trial, man. Okay. I, I, I'm going to stop playing. Okay. <laughs> you know how it is when you and I get together. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> I do. Well, I want to thank God for being on the show. And um, for those who don't know about what's going on, <clears throat> I will refer you to the website at www.simulationfl.net to read the full story about um, the things that went on um, during this time. And I'll leave the link in the description and what you need to look for. However, Getting ready to answer some questions that, so Dave Axis had both of you on the show, and there were some questions that were brought up. Of course, he turned off the chat. He put it on emote only. Um, and then the next night, there were some people that had more questions, um, that had um, responses to your responses um, from the show. So, Shan, I want to start with you first. Um, I know that you mentioned on Dave's show that you would reach out to individuals offering your apologies to them. Have you started that process yet? I have. I have I've, I've started those uh, processes uh, probably about uh, a couple days after after the show. Okay. And what was your response? I had I had some warming uh, responses. Uh, you know, I had uh, called a couple people, and they were receptive to you know, what I had to say and, and, you know, they had forgiven me and that, you know, we're still cool. And, and, uh, you know, you know, of course I've tried to reach out to a couple of people and they haven't, uh, haven't answered me yet, but, um, you know, it, it, it is what it is. I try to, uh, I'm just trying to put my best foot forward. Definitely understand. Mm -hmm. Um, Demond, when you were on the interview, you were asked mm -hmm. about how, uh, <clears throat> the rookie statement that you made as far as not having anybody from the minors come in and coach your team, that got a lot of backlash, man. And I wanted to know if you can break mm -hmm. it down and tell me exactly what you meant, because I felt like you were kind of cut off um, when you were trying to explain <clears throat> that. So would you elaborate on that, please? Sure, absolutely. And what I meant by that statement, Ashley, was that 
when you're going to, if, if you come to Houston, there's a process for any position, you know, that you want to be part of or whatever. And myself and my general manager, Ethan Kai, uh, we take that very seriously in reference to grooming individuals that's coming up uh, from the SFLM uh, who wants to be in some type of, you know, leadership uh, or role or whatever with the team. So when I made that statement, and as you stated, you know, I was cut off in reference to that. I'm not going to allow someone to come in and just have the keys right away. You know, I understand that you may have coached down in the SFLM, but the SFL is a different ball game. You know, um, <clears throat> you're, you're dealing with people who have been involved with this game since 2007, you know, and we're now in 2021. You know, so what I meant by that is that those who have been messing with this game for so long has a, a lot more experience than you do, you know, um, just, to, just in case for those who have not been playing it for, or, 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 or tampering with the playbook and so forth and getting uh, used to that, uh, you know, in that time, in that time frame or so. So that's basically what I was saying, what I was trying to say was that I'm going to groom the individual, you know, to, to allow them to come in and, you know, be a help, uh, 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 accept their ideas or so forth. I am very open to ideas. You can ask anyone who has been a part of this organization that has made a statement in reference to, hey, Damon, try doing this, you know, this week or whatever. Hey, I think we should do this and I'll implement it. You know, I had a tight end uh, one year who, who played for us uh, and I seen Clifton in <laughs> uh, and and, and season 13, I think it was. And, and y'all seem to get a lot of touches that season. So he came to me during the offseason. He said, hey, I would like to have the, I would like to get a lot more touches for season 14. Uh, I, I mean, the next season, I think it was season 14, but I built the entire playbook after him. Well, it was season 12 when he, when he wasn't getting touches, season 13 when I built the playbook all around the tight end, you know. And so we, 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 we didn't get anything done. We didn't win much ball games for that. So I had to reroute the, the, the the playbook but i'm rambling on now but yeah in reference to asking your question it would be a grooming process you know and 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 i have another process that we do in reference to uh general managers coming in so we do have a general manager we have a assistant gm we have a president of player personnel uh and operations and then we have a vp of player personnel and operations and so Whenever the GM decides to step down, that GM selects who the next GM is going to be. And that process has been happening within Houston Hyenas organization ever since Ryan Michaels was the GM. And if I'm not mistaken, I think Ryan was the first GM in the SFL. Um, when Ryan came on board, uh, <clears throat> Ryan, Ryan didn't have no experience at all with this game. None at all. But his work ethic him he didn't have any type of leadership role within the organization but ryan put his foot forward to help me out with certain things ryan read up on the rule book ryan read up on how to build players and so forth on the website you know he, he really got in detailed into what he needed to do to be a help and so when ryan decided to step down he decided that bj loveless should be the gm and bj did a really good job for us you know i thought that another player should have been gm ryan said no this guy is 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 who you need by your side and so forth and then so when bj decided to step down and 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 part ways and go to another organization bj handed the keys to kentez and when kentez decided to step down due to he was starting his uh his freshman year in college 
Uh, he said that he wanted Ethan Kai to be the GM. You know, so like I said, it, it is a process that we do. We groom guys in here. You know what I'm saying? We don't and have so guys in here. Like I think what the what what it was, people were just like, "Oh my God, you would never have anybody, you know, a rookie to do that." And that's why I kind of wanted to get out there is that that is not what you meant as far as you would never have anybody in there. It's just about every team has a certain way of doing things. Um, mm-hmm. And like you said, it's a process. So I definitely understand that. Um, Shan, for you, has anyone outside of the Houston organization reached out to you discreetly offering support? Yeah, most definitely. Um, uh, there was a little incident where, um, you know, after hearing the show, um, what had transpired was uh, basically everybody was like, you know, Shane going to Houston is going to be is going to put a downfall on on Houston, their image and that kind of stuff. So I was just debating where I was thinking about things, and I was like, you know. I can't do this to another organization. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to be here if me being here hurts anybody else, right? Mm-hmm. Um, by by saying that, I mean like um, these guys are on Houston. You know, wouldn't necessarily deserve uh, the treatment they're going to get for me being there. You know, and um, I was just contemplating that, and I had told Demond. Uh, you know, the, I'm just going to step down. I'm not, you know, I'll just uh, leave the league for a season, of, you know, and then try to come back another season. I still love the league. I was going to come back, but it wasn't like, uh, you know, I was going to just disappear. It was the fact that I was going to step away for a little bit and, and, and try to regroup and let everybody, you know, uh, everybody regroup and everything. <clears throat> So um, I had several people reach out to me. Uh, of course, Mark Chisholm being one from, from Atlanta. Um, and just told me, like, look, you know, there's always going to be people that hate you. There's going to be people that doesn't like you because of what you did. But there's also people here, um, you know, that's going to have your back. That's going to be here for you. And uh, just contemplating on that as well, um, I was just like, you know, he's right. And, and Eddie also had contacted me and said, you know what? Um, if you like this, if you love this and you want to be here, don't let somebody else tear you down to the fact that you want to leave uh, because of that. And so when I reached out uh, to DeMond and told him that I was going to come back, I was going to stay, um, I got a whole bunch of love, like Brody, uh, you know, and, and Ethan Kai and, and a bunch of other people on the team that, you know, reached out to me and said, "Hey, you know, we want you here. We want to. We want you to be a part of this organization." Um, so I commend them for that. Um, they're taking a big risk, you know, but they're willing to do that to uh, to put family first, to put people first in their organization, and that's what I fell in love with the league for. You know, I fell in love with the league because people cared about each other and they wanted to, uh, you know, reach out a helping hand, and you know. They, they also said that, you know, everybody deserves a second chance. And with them all saying that and just got my spirits back up and, uh, you know, DeMond having my back, um, I just felt like I, I, I want to be here. I want to, 
go contribute to the best of my ability and uh, and just have fun like I originally wanted to do when I first got here. Um, so the locker room has been great, really supportive, and DeMond, of course, has been supportive of me. Uh, and you can see that because, you know, he's here with me now. Yes, I can. And it's actually a few statements that people from Chicago have given me. And then people from Houston have given me that wanted to be on the show that couldn't. <clears throat> now, members of Chicago asked me not to give their names, but I will say what they what they wrote to me. One person says he left that in the past. What happened with Shan almost made me leave the SFL. Um, the wound escaped over or has healed and and he wants to thank me for you know coming to him to let him know that to let to let that be known that he has moved on um another former chicago person says um he doesn't know if he wants me to give his name which i respect that the problem is the balance of drama and people with privilege running around this league. The last season, I lost um, uh, I lost the league's work payments to a team that was left in disarray. Some people use it to become popular and stand out. For all of the positive esteem that people like Soto wanted to make of the situation, <clears throat> I did not see any of this go down on Discord team chat. Maybe it's it was all happening through the coach's channel, but it was ridiculous. I'm still paid the same amount as everyone else while we were left to float in a team with infighting. If the Shield wanted to protect the league, he should have stepped in or stepped up and taken care of those that were impacted. I do not know if I have any questions for Chan. People can point their hate at him, but his situation is actually quite simple. He messed with the system and was penalized for it. He has followed through with his punishment. I don't. Uh, I did not talk to him about this re anything recently. If everyone is so bent out of shape, he just took a job that was offered to him. He would have had to go back down to SFLM like everyone wanted, but instead found someone that supports him. So be it. As far as the privilege on display by both sides of the argument, the old guard versus the season 13ers and beyond, sounds like the shield needs to come together and squash that. The longer this goes on, the proof of the manufactured drama is in place. Both sides have aired their grievances Next time, now it's time to move on. Beat them on the field and make sure it doesn't happen again. Cam has made it clear that he is willing to give second chance. I did not wear a hat in leadership in Chicago during this time, but I will be honest, people spoke, they spoke um, like the league was against us after, I guess after you had left Chance. Um, if anything, the league should have been supportive of those who left and helped maintain the positive environment towards the players that were left in the wind. I've said it before, we walk a thin line in the SFL between toxicity and community. 
this place manages uh, manages its time well, but I've heard a few things that I wish did not happen. This being one, and how some are propped up over the others are is a concern. And um, he said, I should probably stop typing <laughs> as none of this will help your show. But no matter what Shan, um, no matter what Shan says, both sides uh, will not be moved. Shan cannot say anything that his opposition will not twist up. The other people have moved on. So it sounds like to me that people in Chicago your 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 ex team have moved on the situation. They understand that um, the you you served your time. You spent was it was it a year a year, Shan, sitting out. It was it was about uh, eleven months or so. Yeah. Okay. So you well, lost your player about a year. Okay, about a year. Yeah. So you lost your player. You lost. Uh, you can't bring uh, Varner back. Which all of the all of the um, progressions that you invested in him over the five years that you've been here is lost. Um, you lost your team, and yeah. I think that that was. I think personally that that the punishment that was handed down to you, it was a stiff one. However, it could have been worse. You could have been banned. So my thing is, I'm. I'm glad that you're back, and it seems like your old team has moved on. Now, people that did not mind giving me their name was um, Brody Gulch. Brody Gulch wants you to know that he is, um, let's see, he wants to set the record straight. We, Houston players, don't have a problem at all with Shan. We've all said to each other and our management, uh, team that regardless of what happens in the past, we think everyone deserves a second chance. What we wanted to address somehow, some way, are the mis misperceptions about us, our staff and our locker room. It was just suggested that the mind doesn't treat rookies well, that our locker room is in chaos, and that we are a dumpster fire. The disrespect coming from several people around this league is unfounded and unfair. If anyone has any issues with us, they need to come to us rather than go on podcasts and slander our names and our or slander our team or individual players and management. Thanks, Ashley. All right. So that was Brody's response. And then I have one more from Marco Swift. Um, but while I'm finding, oh, here it is, here it is. Um, while I am bringing that up, okay. It says, I know that Damon and Brody have contacted you. And um, if you're reading this, then I do have some things that I would like to share. My main and only point is for my team, my brothers, but I agree with Brody's statement earlier. I just want to personally ask all of the SFL entirely. I myself am a rookie this year. I had no idea who Shan Varner even was until last week. I just want to talk to, um, I just want to ask all the SFL, how is it that business conducted behind closed doors, something no players knew anything about, how is that the owner 
of the team decided on something. So it makes all of the Houston as a whole trash, cheaters, dumpster fires. It's not right. And I don't agree with all of the hate from the league towards all of Houston based on one man's decision. We are being slandered and accused on something that we had no part in. How, as a community, does that make anyone here better than anyone in Houston? This league is a family. The way things are being handled and the trash talk about me and my teammates is not okay and needs to end. Regardless of Shan Varner or what he did or DeMond did, it's not right to slander the entire franchise of innocent people over it. That's all that he wants us to get across to um, the SFL. So, you've heard from both sides. You've heard from Chicago, you've heard from Houston, which honestly, in my opinion, those are the only two, two teams, Shan, that you needed to A, get forgiveness from and be able to move along with, you know? Um, and, and what are your thoughts on these statements? And Damon, I'll come to you too. What are your thoughts, Shan? Um, you know, again, with Chicago, um, you know, I thought we were going to have a great season. Um, just my poor choices, uh, my mistakes uh, costed them, you know, a good time. You know, and again, uh, for the hundredth time, you know, I apologize again for all the wrongdoings that I've done. But, you know, I, I respect their opinions, you know, whoever they may be. Um, and I'm glad that we can move forward uh, with this. And uh, I'm just, you know, I'm just happy that they accepted my apology. And, uh, you know, with uh, Houston, regarding to them, I'm so appreciative, you know, the welcoming was just unreal, you know. Uh, when I thought that I was at my lowest of lows, um, you know, that, that locker room picks me back up, you know, and, and is going to carry me, you know, on their back. And I'm hoping to do the same, you know, in regards to the playbook. You know, I want to win every game like every other owner uh, and, other, uh, and every other um, coach out there. I just, you know... I want to do this for them because they deserve it. You know, and that's pretty much it. Okay. Okay. And when, and some people, what I noticed, they were trying to say that, um, you, you weren't genuinely sorry. And I did notice that like in the chat, um, then it's not everybody. It was some people that were saying that you weren't, you're just saying it because you got caught to those people, Chan, what do you say? Well, I mean, at some point, how many times you got to say it? When you write it in a letter and you say it over and over and over again, yeah, then it kind of becomes monotonous. But hell, you keep asking me. Mm -hmm. You know, you want to hear it. And it doesn't matter how many times. I can say it 10,000 times. And nobody that, uh, whoever don't believe it, will still won't believe it. And they'll still hate me. They'll still throw shade at me or whatever. And it's just, you know... To me, it's not worth it. I mean, you're wasting time. Instead of throwing hate, you should be working on your playbooks. You know, you should do something positive for the league. Um, you know, I lost sight of that. And I'm trying to get that back. 
mm-hmm. and I'm going to do everything that I can possibly to get in the good graces of the people of the SFL. You know, I'm going to I'm going to do stats. I'm I'm hoping maybe next season maybe do a little bit of broadcasting, which I used to do. Um, you know, just just mm-hmm. giving my all back to the SFL. That's all I can do in in moving forward is to do what's best for the league. Even though I messed up and I put, you know, some some clouds over the SFL uh, in my own doings, um, I've got to right those wrongs. I've got to do something to, you know, to get back in people's good faith. And it's nothing better in doing that is in, you know, with helping out. Helping out where, we're, where, where the SFL is short, uh, you know, in broadcasting with stats, with uh, just anything, you know, website related, whatever. Um, I'm willing to do that to, you know, to, okay. to, to help the lead, whatever I got to do. Okay. So do you feel that you'll ever regain the trust of everyone in the league? And if not, how are you going to cope with that? Well, Coping with it is the easy part. I've got thick skin, so it doesn't really bother me what people say. My thing is, I've got to have the mindset to move forward. If yeah. you stay in the past, you're just going to dwell on the past. That's where you're going to stay. You have to have the thought process of moving forward and and getting on with with your everyday life. I have a responsibility now. I have guys depending on me because I'm not just depending on myself. To, to win games or depending on, on demand to win games I'm depending on the other 20 players that's on the that's on the field to give them the best experience that they can that they can have right um and if I if I dwell in the past and, and worry about what people say that's what the playbook's going to show it's going to show you know falling apart it's going to have us you know 38 to zeros you know it's going to look like that so um, people are not going to forgive me. Some people out there are not going to forgive me, no matter what I do or what I say. And I can't really dwell on that. I've got to, like I said, I got to keep pushing forward and move on. And you know, if people do come around, then um, would be very happy if they did, because the person that they think I am because of what people say is not the person that I am. You know, in real life, the, the people who know me know me that. You know, I would give the shirt off my back to them. That's true. That's true. Um, and I've known so, you for a long time. I've known you for a long time, Shane. And I'm gonna be honest with you that when I heard that you know you were progressing players for a, first off, <coughs> when you were progressing the players and everything, um, it to me the owners had to kind of know that, right? If you were progressing mm-hmm. for somebody. My thing is this, you were helping out family members. And I remember when we first met, you was telling me all about your family members that were part of the league. You were telling me all the guys that you progressed were your family members. Um, I do know that there are some people in the SFL that have children in the league. Some of them, can't even hold the phone yet. So if they have their own players, who's progressing them? So when it comes to pointing the finger at people, you gotta make sure that you are doing the right thing yourself. All right? 
Um, as far as well, the being, uh huh. Go ahead. Well, I was. I, I don't know who's. Uh, I don't know who's who anymore right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's so many people that come into the league, you know. And that's the thing too is is you know I wanted to get back uh, in the SFL M, uh, create a player. Obviously not Shan Varner or Junior or whatever, but you know have a player in the SFL M so I can get closer to those guys there and just start off from ground zero. You know, just start off from a perspective of uh, being a new player in this league, uh, a new league where, you know, we're, we're doing things different. When I started my player, we, all we had was gold, silvers, and coppers. And I got drafted in the third round in season six after creating my player in season five. And, um, you know, and, and it just went from there. Um, but, you know, again, I lost sight of what that whole process was, the whole uh, rookie process, the whole being drafted process, the excitement of all that, you know. So I think that's going to be beneficial to me. As far as the, the, the players that I progressed was only two. And, you know, again, one was only my relative. Cody Scott was my uh, cousin, my first cousin. And then mm-hmm. Sean Harrelson is a really good friend of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and so again, I just did that, uh, you know, to help out not only them to progress, but also the, the teams that they were, you know, a part of. Of course, you know, it, it's not, you know, it's not necessarily to keep talking about it and keep talking about it, keep talking about it. I did what I did, but it's the whole fact of, you know, I messed up on that. And so I'm just trying to get back to, you know, to starting over. So you're actually going to have a player in the SFLM? I'm I'm debating it. Yes. Okay. Okay. Because I because I feel like that, you know, I have to, um, I have to get back down to, you know, what's important about the league and and what's important is the new rookies that are coming up these guys are coming in they're doing their their jobs they're they're building uh relationships and that's what i've got to do i've got to build relationships with these new guys who don't know me who can form their own opinions about me through the conversations that we have and the and the um and just the, the friendships that i would make in that in that organization wherever i you know wherever I wind up at. Okay, gotcha. Now, Damon, um, I, I know that you were gone for a second. I wanted to ask you this a, a couple questions too. Um, has anyone outside of the Houston organization reached out to you discreetly, offering their support for your choices and uh, for Shan? Um, outside of my small circle, um with an ownership or so no uh the only person or the only people that um well i take that back um i received uh confirmation from eddie mark destro um uh there was a there was another owner that said you know you're doing a good thing uh, 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 in reference to, you know, I hate to see that you're getting slandered for this, but trying to help, you know, help out a friend or so. Uh, there was a GM. He and I talked uh, quite frequently. 
uh, now he's a GM for another team. Uh, <clears throat> he totally understood uh, uh, what I was trying to do as well. Uh, you know, so, so there, there's some people, you know, outside of my organization that have uh, reached out to me or that we've had conversation about, you know, the issue and so forth and, and basically said that, you know, we're, you know, you just don't see it as, as, as much or whatever as far as someone trying to help out, you know, their friend and then take the scrutiny behind it as well. Now, did I know that a lot of this was going to happen? Mm, no, but um, was I informed that it would happen? Yes. Uh, the commissioner, Cam Irvine, did inform me that, hey, you know, if you do this, if you go through with this, you know, you're going to receive a lot of backlash. And and, and I, I, he stated that, you know, I don't want to see Houston go through this. Well, I'm sorry. I'm 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 one who's very uh, protective. I'm a very passionate individual, especially when it comes to family, friends, my team and my players. And Sh Shan is my friend. So I knew that he wanted to stay in the league and so forth. So that's why I reached out to him and, you know, made the offer to him or whatever. And if I got to take the backlash with me doing what I feel is right in my heart, then so be it. You know, um, I, I, I can handle it, you know. Well, my thoughts were, I mean, even uh, I talked to Cam about it and I told him like, hey, it's his team. So if he wants mm -hmm. to hire Shan back, he has the right to. You pay for it. You putting together all of this. And obviously it worked out because you won against the undefeated team in Denver. So clearly y'all are doing what you, you need to be doing. But one more question for you, Damon. Um, it was noted that you can be aggressive. Um, so what is that? What are are you aggressive or are you like? How do you define that? Or what is your answer to people that think that you are? And that's a great question, and and and, and I thank and applaud you for asking that question because um, it can't come off that I am aggressive at times. Am I aggressive? No. One, I I, I live my life on a positive basis every day. You know, um, I wake up and basically just think about the day. Let's do something positive. You know what I'm saying? Let's be positive or whatever. So in reference to being on Dave's show and, you know, that coming out stating that that after the after dark session that happened, you know, the, the night after when everyone was, well, not everyone, there were some individuals that stated that I came off aggressive. It, it, it did make me look good or whatever. So, I mean, they have a right to their own opinion and so be it. But going into that show, I was tense. Um, I didn't know what to expect going into the show. Did I know Dave was going to ask uh, tough questions? Yes. But did I know that Dave was going to be um, aggressive with those questions? No, I did not. So if I'm provoked, okay, as I stated, that I'm very passionate, I'm very protective or whatever. And if anyone in my circle is provoked, that emotion will come out, you know, um, it's because I feel that I needed to protect Shan in that moment. Did I protect Shan in that moment by showing that type of emotion? No, no, I did not. Did I protect myself? No, I did not. Um, did I protect my brand? No, I did not. Did I protect my team? No, I did not because it showed a, it showed a character of me that's not of my character. You can ask anybody, you know, about me uh, that knows me starting from the top of the league with the commissioner. He knows that uh, I'm an individual that basically 
is is what giving one my my the shirt off my back you know or whatever and you know he knows that he when he and i even have you know some type of disagreement or whatever that i come back to him and if i feel that i was in the wrong with the neck that disagreement or conversation that we may have had i apologize to to him and and then it's, it's, it's vice versa he does the same to me so you know, uh, people who they can say what they want to say. You know, Dave Access Show is is, is is a platform for others to voice their opinion, and and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, just as your show, it's a platform for people to come on, state their you know, give their story, state their opinion, or so forth on certain topics or issues that you know they they, they feel worthy of discussing, or so. And 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 like I said, that was okay. I listened to the entire show. Was I ruffled? No, not at all. <clears throat> was I bothered? No, not at all. Got it. Okay. Um, so while I want to get it from the, an answer from both of you on this, while you all were mm-hmm. listening to those shows, um, well, while you were part of it that night and while you were listening to the feedback from it that next night, what were the thoughts going through your head? Uh, you want me to go first or Shan? <clears throat> Let's go Shan. Sure. Um, during the show, I was just like, like Damon kind of said, I was kind of a little tense anyway because here's a guy who messed up. And, you know, first of all, to love the league as much as I did, you know, uh, coming into that show, I knew uh, I was going to get, you know, slammed, slammed for it. <clears throat> but to have the gumption to go on there and, and do it anyway, uh, I think says a lot for my character. Um, knowing that I was going to get a backlash from it, knowing that he was going to ask tough questions, knowing that um, I tried to answer and try to be calm, try to you know not get upset over you know stuff that's happened. If he asked a, a you know a touchy question or whatever, but you know I, I really don't let those types of things bother me. Uh, as far as the next show, the next night, I only listened uh, uh, to a little bit of it, and uh, again I really wanted to. to thank Greg uh, Soto, you know, for, because I, I talked to him uh, this morning, actually, and again, you know, you're talking about reaching out, you know, reaching out to people. You know, I reached out to him again, and, uh, you know, he answered the phone, and, and that's all I can ask for. If I call someone that I called my friend and, you know, called him up and they answered the phone, then that says a lot right there, but, you know, just thanking Greg for accepting my apology and, um, you know, and just being the stand-up guy that I knew he always was uh, whenever I got him into the league and, and started letting him coach for me and everything. But, you know, the, the rest of the panel, I didn't really, you know, sit there and stick with it. You know, they were they were arguing and, and saying what they wanted to say. But like I said, you know, I've got to be a, a, a duck in this um in this hailstorm because I just got to let the water flow off, you know, I just got to, to, to keep on keeping on and, uh, to move forward, no matter, like I said, no matter what other people say, because I can't let that dictate my day. I can't let that dictate to the fact that, uh, you know, I've got family, I've got friends and I can't be a negative person. Uh, the best person, you weren't feeling good either. You wasn't feeling too good on that show either. Yeah, I just got over COVID-19. My wife has it now still. 
<laughs> why I've been coughing so much. I still kind of probably have a touch of it. I don't know. Um, but, you know, I told him I was going to do the show. And whether I felt bad or felt good or whatever, I was going to do the show because I didn't want to back out and say, oh, yeah, well, look, he backed out, you know. So, yeah. uh, but anyway, I can't be that negative person in my life to, uh, to uh, you know, put that put that personality on my friends and my family. I just got to, you know, keep on keeping on. But uh, the best person that gave me feedback was Joshua Williams. Uh, Big Swole, you know, from Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's the most positive person I think I have ever met. And he gives out statements on Twitter uh, of positivity. You know, keep those negative vibes to the curb. Uh, gave me a lot of motivation to, to, to push forward. And, uh, you know, I thank him for that. You know, because a lot of lot of words of wisdom out of that out of that young man right there. Gotcha. I appreciate it. Gotcha. <laughs> What about you, Demond? Uh, oh, how I felt during yeah. the show and, and after during the show, and then listening to the the feedback from your responses. Well, the uh, the uh, like I say during the show, like I said, I, I was I was tense and 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 I was in a protective mode <clears throat> or whatever. And I would like to apologize to. To the league, anyone who I may have offended uh, with that aggression or so forth, um, my team, for one, my players, uh, to see their owner um, act in such a way and manner or whatnot that was unethical, should I say, uh, because that's something that that I, I don't want um, people to judge me on, you know. But like I say, during the show, I was really, really tense, man. And and one, I was cold. It was cold in my house, and, and I didn't get up and get a jacket. <laughs> As you see, I'm on now. But you uh, cold I, him. I, you cold him. I got on two, I got on two jackets now. So. <laughs> you say what? Don't you live in Texas? <laughs> I do live in Texas, but it's cold outside, man. But and then you know, my wife keeps like all night long. The air was on like 60 degrees when I woke up. That's what that's what the temp was in the house. 60 degrees. No, bro. Uh-uh. So, but um, like I said, it you know it it was it was the show was. I'm just gonna say it went in a direction that I did not expect it to go. Um, one that was audio issue. So let's put that out there as well. So with the audio issue, I couldn't hear Shan nor Dave at times. I don't know. I mean, whoever watched the video, you can see me. I'm tampering with my computer. You know, I'm moving. The, uh, the, the, uh, the 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 AC jack uh, from my headphones from the back of the computer to the front of the computer. So you know, it's, I'm just trying to be able to to hear and listen or whatever. And then so you know, the one question Dave asked me, I barely heard what he said. And then it sounded like he said something slick uh, within it as well. You know, which made me really you know go off in reference to you know how he was trying to you know use reverse psychology on me because it sounded like he was twisting what we were saying you know and and, and i'm not gonna say it sounded he was twisting what we were saying in 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 certain matters and so forth but listening to the show was one a reflection uh it gave me the the opportunity to evaluate some of the things that i said and that i did on the show and so forth and, and and take a lot of it into consideration it also allowed me to to hear others opinion uh, like i said earlier everyone has the right to their opinion and and i'm open to that um but 
if you're going to voice your opinion or if you're going to voice a statement, make sure that your statement is true. You know, uh, when you voice your statement uh, in in reference to you know anyone or anything or whatever that that that's pertaining to that. But like I stated, I didn't have any type of emotions listening to the show. I didn't get upset listening to it. Uh, was there certain comments that was made that was not true in reference to my organization, my locker room? Yes, there was. Uh, so, uh, and, and, you know, my players can, can tell you that's, that's far from the truth, especially ones who have been with us, you know, for more than two seasons or so. Um, and, and that's basically that, you know, so there was really no particular type of negative emotions or so forth. Uh, like I said, I took it all with a grain of salt. Um, I'm in the point now with that things that are being said about us, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's not even bothering me anymore. After mm-hmm. what happened on last week and then what happened earlier um, uh, last week as well, was it this week? Was it Monday? I think it was Monday. Uh, no, no, no. That was, I think that was last week as well. I think it was Friday or so. Um, there was like a big explosion that happened in, in Gen Chat. And it was, you know, the conversation was still being had about Shan and I, you know, and so forth. So, and I'm driving at the, at the point, you know, going to get breakfast. And I go in there basically to defend myself, uh, myself and my team. You, you, anyone would tell you that if there's a comment made about the Houston Hyenas or any of its players, I'm coming to defend, you know, the, the, the organization, and the, and the player, the player first, you know, because I care about people, you know, and I feel that people shouldn't be bullied in general chats, which there's a lot of bullying going on in general chats. Does the league do anything about it? No, because they say it's trash talk. BS, a bunch of BS, because what was put out yesterday, the slander towards someone's character, that individual could be sued and the SFL could be sued as well. You know, so they need to get a hold. Well, although it was deleted, it was taken down. But they need to get a hold of that. Let's let's, yeah. let's be let's, let's let's be far and foremost with that. They need to get a hold of that real quick because I'm not putting out any threats at all. But it has to be said. Someone could be hurt, you know, uh, uh, feelings or whatever, and so forth. And and and, and something else could 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 happen. You know, in reference to to that type of situation. So you, you really got to be careful. And things that you're putting out out there, you know, on the internet or so. And like I said, when I went in there to to protect my team and my players and so forth, uh, there was something said that I I made a, a physical and violent threat. I didn't say anything about hurting anybody. I asked, "What are you going to do about it?" You know, in reference to my comment that I said prior to that. And if anyone take that as a violent threat, you know, my apologies to you or so forth. But uh, that's that's that. Like I said, I didn't really have any type of emotions on uh, listening to the show or so forth. Mm-hmm. But and I did, I, I did hear about that. I didn't actually see what was posted, um, but mm-hmm. I know that Mark Horitz, the director of compliance, immediately acted on that. And I'm assuming, if I know Mark, I'm sure that he went to that individual and told him, "Hey, it's got to stop." Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't seen anything else. Um, but I, I will say this, and I'm going to ask you guys one more question about this, and then we're going to talk about the redemption and moving forward, and what what are you guys the positivity that you guys are going to be bringing to the league. Okay, um, mm-hmm. I will say this: that with me losing my father, it kind of gives you perspective on things um, and mm-hmm. understanding what is important 
and what is not important. Um, every and I, I went to him for forgiveness in November um, for some things that I told him, things I've said, things that I should have done and I didn't do, and he gave me that forgiveness. That is mm-hmm. one of the reasons why I am standing strong right now is because I was able to have that conversation with him, voice my grievance to him. He told me his thoughts about different things and we both forgave each other. Um, it's a human experience thing, guys. Um, and everybody here is human. We all make mistakes. We all have our shortcomings. Mm-hmm. We don't necessarily put our best foot forward at times um, when we're supposed to. But it is how you bounce back. It is how you atone for the mistakes that you have made. And if people are seeing the positive strides that you guys are making as a team and as individuals, all of us in in, in a sense, really, um, I think that the league could go back to being that that good place that it was. And it's still a good place, but there are some sprinkles of people that try to make it um, a place that you can sometimes shy away from. I've talked to owners. I've talked to rookies. They're always saying, yeah, I would love to be in general chat, but sometimes it seems a little bit too toxic. And that is not something that is good for the league, for the shield, for mm-hmm. anybody. Because mm-hmm. if we want trouble, we can go right outside. I live right near Stone Mountain, so if I want some trouble, I can just go right out there. You know, when I come here, I want it to be a peaceful time. I know we do have the trash talk, but there is a difference between trash talk and slander. There is a difference between, because I was, I had a mental health show recently. The thing is, you can affect somebody's health mentally. You could talk about somebody so bad that they're not in the right mind frame. They could probably go mm-hmm. commit suicide from stuff like that. So, yeah, absolutely. It, you gotta think about more than just yourself, more than just getting that dig in, more than just, mm-hmm. I want my point to be said and I don't care. You gotta think and understand what's important, guys, and what's not. And most of the people that were doing that slander stuff, they have children. Mm-hmm. How would you like it if your wife and your children go through the same thing that you're putting somebody else through? You would be pissed. Yeah. So it's it's not cool. And if I see it, I'm going to say something. I always have. Um, that's what I wanted to say about that. But one more question. Now, about Jacob Clear. I know Jacob Clear mm-hmm. was a member of the Houston Hyenas <laughs> organization for a long time. And I know that he has some things to say um, about what went on in his thoughts. What were your what were your reactions to that? And Shan, do you, you know Jacob Clear, right? I know of him. I don't know him personally. I've never had any uh, interactions with him. But, that, you know, again, that's something that I'm looking forward to changing uh, to at least have a conversation because, um, you know, that that's the only way that, that I feel like um, that I can handle the situation is if I talk to an individual and not necessarily give him my side of the story or whatever he already knows the story but to actually sit down and um you know tell him that you know if he needs something i'm here you know um you know just just have a conversation with somebody you know to let them to let them try to see the real me you know and not the mistake that i made all right and i know shane you got to go to work so 
Um, Damon, I'm gonna come back to you because I know you got some stuff to say about that. But Shan, I want to know what is your, how do you plan on moving on from this situation? I know that you said you're gonna be doing things around the league, stats, the broadcasting. But is there a set plan? I know that you're actually gonna be having um, that people that your 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 account is gonna be monitored. Um, and I wanted to know what else is going to be happening with you to ensure that that situation doesn't happen. Shan, can you hear me? Well, I'm sure going to have to start. Uh-huh. Do what now? Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. All right. So I'm asking again. Did you Did you hear the question? Uh, Yes, ma'am. Uh, just some of it is is the fact that you know I just gotta move forward and uh, creating a player in the minors. I think is really gonna help me uh, go through that process. It's a process and uh, and build relationships. But um, to me, I think it <clears throat> to me I think it's beneficial to just to to uh, to go through that process and see what everybody's having to go through. And, um, you know, I, I think that to me is, is, you know, is what I'm going to do moving forward. You know, I think that's going to be a part of the, uh, of the process is to getting to know these new guys and to, um, you know, build relationships with them. Okay. Now, did you have anything else you want to say before you got to go? I know it's, yeah, it's time. <laughs> did you have anything else that you wanted to add to it? No, I mean, the, the one thing I can add to is I really, uh, I'm really appreciative of, of DeMond's generosity his, uh, and his passion because uh, ever since I've known him, um, he's always been a passionate about the league as much as I have. And, uh, and I commend him for giving me that, that second chance that, you know, a lot of people are willing to give me, but, you know, he, he's an organization that I felt comfortable with and I really uh, I really appreciative of the locker room accepting me uh, after all the stuff that's happened and uh, I'm just really blessed to, to have DeMond as my friend and I'm hoping to create that the bond with this team uh, as well as I did with, with uh, multiple people in the league okay alright man thank you Chan for being here I really appreciate it man Thank you, brother. Thank you. Yeah, apology tour. Tour. Apology tour. Apology tour. Two thousand. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll see you soon, man. Have fun. Have fun at work if you can do that. <laughs> oh, uh, I doubt it. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Hey, Damon. So back to that Jacob Clear question. Um. So what was that about? Uh, let's see here. Jacob Jacob Clear was, was his season 16. Jacob Clear came to us, I want to say season 13. <clears throat> Towards the end of season 13 when, you know, we had the large... We had the large... Because, <clears throat> excuse me. Jacob signed on with us as a, uh, as a uh, non-contracted team. Um, if you can remember that. Mm-hmm. You remember the large, the large swarm of people we had come in and we, you know, start signing people as non-contract players as take, uh, filling in spots of other generic players where that these people went from couch to, to field right away. And uh, Jacob came on with us. I want to say he was at a 
safety or cornerback spot or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he was in one of those positions. I can't remember which one it was, but long story short, um, all season comes along. Jacob saying, "Hey man, I want to I want to be here with this team. Uh, I love the locker room. I love what you guys are doing. What you guys got going on and so forth." And he said, he came to me and he said, "I would also like to be the offensive coordinator." And I told Jacob, I said, well, Jacob, I said, there's a process to that. I said, I can bring you on. First, I asked him, I said, do you have the game? And Jacob said, no. Uh, I said, okay, well, is there a way that you can get the game? And he said, uh, I can check. So he ended up coming back to me maybe a day or two later or so and said, I've searched online. And here in Australia, the game is over a hundred bucks or so, you know, <clears throat> and I was like, oh, wow. wow. I said, well, let me check in the States. I said, well, let me check here in the States, see what I can, what I can find. I ended up going on eBay, found the copy. Now this is last year uh, or so. Uh, I, I go online, find a copy and I find a copy for like, I think the, the, the person was selling for eight bucks. Mm-hmm. And instead of me going into a bidding war for over eight bucks, I said, I'll pay 15, you know, I, I said, buy now. And I put my amount in there that I wanted. And uh, the, the game was shipped to me within a week later. Okay. Once I got the game, I mailed the game back. I mailed, not mailed the game. I, once I got the game, then I mailed the game to Jacob in Australia, which cost, cost me $45 for overseas shipment. So now we're looking at a total of $60. I just bought a brand new game. Uh, mm-hmm. For a game that was published yes. in 2007, so <laughs> a lot of money for an old ass game. <laughs> exactly. So he, he, you know, he came to me. He was like, "Hey, you know, I would like to come to you guys and, and be an offensive coordinator." And I told him, "I said, well, you have to have the game first. So you know, after all that, and uh, he asked me, he said, "Well, you know, would you guys draft me or whatever?" I said, "If you're on the board, I'll draft you." And, and uh, he said he was gonna he was gonna make you the greatest player to be a cornerback uh, that season or whatever and and so you know when it came out time to pick I drafted Jacob on the panel of that draft if you go back and watch that draft I want to say it's the season fourteen draft the panel said Houston could have waited for this draft because this player didn't have much value to be taken in the first round which was absolutely true. But I took that player in the first round because I like to keep my word for one, you know? Mm-hmm. So I took Jacob first round, you know, the panel, you know, <laughs> you know, uh, 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 gave me their opinion and said that we could have waited, which was true. I could have waited to, to draft him in the second round. And, and someone on the panel said, no one was thinking about taking this guy, you know, because his, his value was low. So right. uh, we, get, we get him in. Uh, we started talking about, you know, him being office coordinator. And I told him, I said, well, there's a process. I said, what I like to do with people who's coming in, I like to, I like to go over my playbook with that individual. And you look at my playbook at the same time I'm looking at it. And I'm talking about in game. We're looking at it in game, not just on the Excel spreadsheet, because on the Excel spreadsheet, you don't know what it is. If you, if you haven't even looked at the playbook right. on the game, you know? So if we're looking at each play in the game, I can say, hey, man, I really like this play. I would like to keep it. You can say, uh, I don't think this play would work. And I and, and if you gave me your opinion, you felt that you don't think this would work. And you prove it, you know, or if you just have real deep, bad feeling about this play. Like, let's just take one play, for example. 
50 XZ deep outs. I can't stand that play because I'm going to tell you why. Because that particular play, normally on that play, both of your outside wide receivers, actually, mm -hmm. they do maybe like a 10, they do like a 10 or 15 yard out towards the sideline, okay? Okay. Then you have you have either, either there's in some formations, there's either a wide receiver in the slot or a tight end in the slot or that tight end is on the line. And what that, that slot player or the tight end does, they do like a 15 yard and post towards the middle of the field. Okay. okay. So for some odd reason, this particular type of play takes a long time to develop. And it it then it, it allows your quarterback to just sit there because once those wide receivers get to the sideline, they're no longer moving. They just stop. You know, so the quarterback is waiting for the post guy to get open. And if he's not open, you you're gonna get sacked, you know? So uh and, and they're just giving an example as a play that I don't like that I would say, hey, I don't want to add this, you know, uh, mm -hmm. because I have experience with that play as far as being sacked, you know, so many times with it or whatever. Um, also, if you go back and look at the Denver game, we actually had that play in there and A.T. King got sacked quite a bit. Yeah. And it's pulled. It's pulled out of every formation I had it in. It's gone, you know, because this point of the season I can't afford to take you know hits like that or whatever okay I'm sorry I'm gonna wrap it up I'm gonna wrap it up I know this is, this oh is, this no is no no time. you're good I was just my okay. daughter was asking me a question <laughs> oh, okay but no you're good sorry okay but, um, so you know so so after that I told Jake I said hey uh let's 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 create a time for us to to to, to, to get together and go over the playbook and so forth Jacob lives in Australia that's like 14, 17 hours ahead of U.S. Central Time, you know? So it was hard for us really to have a time where we could meet. And then, uh, you know, I have a front office channel for my team and Jacob is in that office. He's in that channel along with, you know, the guys who are in higher spots, uh, such as the general manager, co-GM and the, the, the president and the VP. So we would have like, you know, uh, meetings or so. And there were times where that Jacob couldn't meet the meeting due to the time zone. Uh, he would either be at work, at the, uh, you know, when, when, when we're asleep, he's up doing the, you know, they're, they're, they're ahead of us, you know? Mm -hmm. So um, when we're up, he's asleep, you know? So it, it was just a conflict and time or whatever. If I believe that if he was either in, you know, you, and 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 in the UK or here in the states would have that worked? I believe it would have worked, uh, but just by him being that far ahead on the other side of the globe, uh, it was just hard to do, and so forth. So uh, Jacob then comes to me and say, "Hey, I would like a front office role as well." And then so I said, "Okay," um, I said, "I can make you, you know, VP of you no know, player operations and personnel and so forth." And then so he was like, "Okay, cool." Then Jacob says, hey, I would like to run social media. I said, okay. So I gave him the social media password. And Jacob comes to me later and says, hey, I will, uh, I'm going to do stats for the team. I was like, okay, great, thanks. So he's grabbing a lot of positions and putting a lot on his plate and so forth. And then um, after Kintez decided to step down, as I said stated earlier, that there's a, pro there's a process to that with that, that GM select who's the next GM's going to be? Could I could I do it? Yes, I can. But that was some that was a tradition that Ryan Michaels left and and I actually liked it. 
you know, um, because it gives that leaving individual to give someone else the keys to their car and say, hey, man, here's my car. Don't scratch it up. Yeah. You know, so <laughs> I got that's a good analogy. You know, so so yeah, so and, and I'm 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 pretty sure that was one of the reasons why BJ BJ felt like he wasn't doing a good job uh, one season, and BJ took a lot of the he took a lot of the the the, the, the response not the responsibility he took he took it personal in reference to how we built the team one season. Uh, I want to say it was the season we went five five and seven and still made the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, he was like, man, I feel bad that, you know, that we built the team this way. We say that he built the team that way. It wasn't a one man decision. It was his decision, my decision and any decision as well. What we did that season was that on the offensive side of the ball, we only went with two wide receivers, a running back and a quarterback. Um, but we loaded up on the defensive side of the ball, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so what we did is we gave Eddie, you know, we, we gave Eddie some some, some some extra help over that, you know. <laughs> and, and and that season was the season we we signed Anthony Wyo and Fats Johnson, mm. which was a package okay. deal. You couldn't get one without the other with those two, you know, because they're good friends and they wanted to play 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 play. Uh, they wanted to play with each other. So, um, that was that. But so, like I said. You know, it's a handing of the keys. Hey, don't scratch it or whatever. And and BJ felt that, you know, he didn't live up to his job as a GM and so forth and wanted to step down. But so Jacob says, I want to be GM. Kintaris says, I'm giving the spot to Ethan Kai. Ethan has shown, shown me that he wants to be in this spot and that he's willing to take on the responsibility of being a GM. And Ethan has done just that. Ethan has been outstanding. I mean... Ethan has been putting spreadsheets together uh, for the team in reference to uh, we keeping track of each player progression for the week uh, for throughout the season. We have a track of each player's uh, uh, ratings and so forth. So he has a spreadsheet what he has. Uh, let's just say on the right side of the spreadsheet, uh, under that player under that player name, it has the maxed out uh, progression uh, for the mm-hmm. for that position that player in that position. And on the the next side, the the left side of it. It has what that player has for that particular type of rating or so, you know, it has animations on there and so forth. Then he also has another sheet on there that uh, that has the <clears throat> each position uh, tier, you know, from copper, the the, 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 the max of copper. And you go mm-hmm. to um, the, the start of, of bronze, the start of silver, you know, and so forth, whatever. I mean, it's, it's a beautiful spreadsheet, you know, and, and, and I'll. I went to him and I said, hey, man, we need to come up with something to keep track of these players because I can't keep going through, sliding through, you know, uh, sliding through player changes and, 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 and see how many weeks the player has saved. You know, we, right. we got to do something better than this. So, right. <laughs> so, so he came up with that beautiful spreadsheet, you know, and, 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 and it's his baby. You know, he he loves it. He takes pride in it. So forth. he takes pride in his position, man. He does what he needs to do to make sure that you know the question the progression is, is submitted. He actually hand that job down to the uh, the president of player uh, personnel and operations, which is uh, Brady Clark mm-hmm. uh, now, and and so forth. So, like I say, so when Ethan became GM, Jacob wanted me to fire Ethan so that he could have the GM spot. That's all Jacob was concerned of having titles behind his name and not the title of a championship. You know, he was more concerned of the title that the titles that he had on his name. And I told Jacob, I said, Jacob, I said, you're putting too much on your plate. 
you, you, you're putting too much on the plate and I'm not firing Ethan Kyle. You know, what, what, what I want to be, I mean, he's very demanding, you know, and I, and I had to tell Jacob, I said, Jacob, I don't know how you all talk to each other in Australia, but the way how you talk to me does not fly, you know, with me at all. I'm, I'm not going to accept this type of um, aggression coming from you. I mean, like I said, he's very aggressive and, and when it comes to something that he wants, you know, um, in reference to him being uh, offensive coordinator, you know, I love being part of building the offensive playbook, you know, and I'm not ready to let that go. You know, although Shan is here, Shan is the offensive coordinator and I'm allowing Shan to have full control, control of it. One, because Shan has experience and so forth. And I'm also having participation in the playbook as well. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, 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 when it came to last week, when Shan first got on board and, you know, we looked over the playbook and so forth. And um, I've been basically, basically trying to get the playbook to a certain, you know, areas or where I, where I feel comfortable with it or so forth in reference to, you know, making changes or so throughout that playbook. And, and you know, there was something he wanted to add. And I was like, hey, I don't think we should do that, you know. And, you know, he allows me to you know, voice my opinion with it or whatever. Like I said, although I'm the owner and I can say, nah, I can just shut everything down. Right. But I'm giving him the opportunity to to to, to have that responsibility, but with my input as well. So and and so like like mm-hmm. and like oh, I said oh. with, with Jacob. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. So and, and going back to Jacob, uh he, like I say, he, he wanted a lot of positions, especially that GM spot. He wanted to be GM and offensive coordinator. That was the main two that he wanted. And and then also in reference to what he said stated about the locker room was so untrue. He stated that our locker room was toxic. Dude, our locker room was never toxic. Never toxic when he was there. Um, when he was there, I want to say, he wasn't there when we had an issue with Aiden Davis. And Eddie and I had to basically tell Aiden in season 13, because this happened at the beginning of the season. We had to tell Aiden to calm down, you know, in reference to coming in bashing bashing the quarterback, you know, after throwing, you know, a few picks a game or whatever and let him know, hey, dude, that individual is not on the field. That's just an avatar. You know, what are you doing? We don't do that here. We don't come in here bashing folks, you know, or whatever. So in reference to Jacob, I'm not sure where he got that from. Um, You can also ask other players, you know, um, on the team or whatever. And, And when Brody saw that, Brody got really upset because he was like, dude, that is you know, slandering, not, not basically slandering, but he was basically saying that, man, he's, you know, talking down on, on our locker room when that is so untrue. You know, it's like, like I say, Dave's show, your show, Tyler's show, give people a platform to voice their opinion. But what people fail to realize is that your negative or false opinion that you have towards an organization can really hurt that organization and so forth when it comes to free agency or reaching out to, to rookies and so forth and you know trying to get people to come to the organization on the offseason if there are spots available you know so you're saying well Houston locker room is toxic toxic and you got over 80 something plus people listening to this show what do you think people gonna, gonna take on that especially if they're in the SFLM or if they're you know, on another team and they had thoughts of coming here oh no nah, I don't want to come to Houston like, y'all locker room toxic over there man you know you, you know Jake yeah Jacob said, man, he's he glad he got out of there. Well, Jacob really didn't leave. I fired Jacob. One, I fired Jacob due to 
his aggressiveness in reference to how he was speaking to me. If I'm speaking to you calmly within a chat, you know, I feel that you should do the same thing. You know, but if you're gonna if you're gonna come off, although it is through text, I don't know the tone of his voice or whatever. But if your words are sounding like you're aggressive in there, you know, you might want to tone it down a little bit. But but yeah, so I released Jacob because I knew for sure that I didn't want Jacob a part of this organization anymore. Uh, because like I stated, he was basically chasing titles behind his name and not trying to chase the title of a championship. So basically, he was coming from a place of being upset. Um, because mm -hmm. you fired him. That's the reason why he said those things. Right, right, absolutely. And, you know, during the one-on-one -on -one chat that Jacob and I had, I told him, I said that, well, at the end of the season, we will be releasing you, you know, um, of your duties here uh, with the Houston Hyenas. And, you know, I wish you the best on your next endeavors, you know. Yeah. And once after that, and then when he went over to San Diego, you know, he started targeting some of my certain players. This is before the season was even over with. And he started reaching out to certain players, asking, asking players to come with him. He's going to go to a new organization, uh, asking players to follow him and so forth. No one wanted to follow him. The only reason Stephen McMichaels is over there in San Diego with him uh, is because Jacob and Stephen had a relationship at Madison in the SFLM. Um, Stephen McMichaels was a reason, uh, Jacob was the reason we drafted Stephen McMichaels. Uh, Jacob, we we were in the hunt for a fullback. And Jacob say, hey, draft Stephen. So I, we drafted Stephen, you know? Mm -hmm. And then so um, that's when I found out that they had a, you know, a really good relationship or whatever. And then so when the last offseason came around, uh, Jacob was basically in Stephen's ear and trying to persuade him over there to San Diego. And, you know, I'm speaking with, with Stephen and trying to get him to stay and so forth and uh, <clears throat> I just told Stephen hey you know I, I know that you guys have have history together uh, it, it may be best for you to go over there with with your friend you know uh, did I want to let Stephen go no no I did not because Stephen and I have built has built a relationship um, that is uh, should I say no other in this league when my son was born last March uh, my son was admitted to the hospital and I shared that with the team and <clears throat> and uh, he had difficulties breathing on his own because uh, he was born uh, through C-section. And so when the baby is born C through C-section, a lot of the times they still have liquid on their lungs. So uh, through a vaginal birth, uh, the muscles squeeze all that liquid out of the baby for the baby to be able to breathe on their own. So by him being birthed through cesarean, um, that liquid was still on his lungs or whatever. And so he had to be admitted into uh, NICU. And so uh, I shared that with the team. Steven sent me a private message. He said, me and my church are praying for you and your family, especially your son. Uh, and, and, and Steven shared his prayer with me, man. And, and, and ever since then, he and I just had a real close relationship or whatever. Like I said, it was hard for me to let Steven go. Um, but I knew the relationship that he, he, and, he and Claire had, you know, and I wanted to respect that. That was the only reason why I informed him, you know, to go with, with Jacob and so forth. Other than that, he would still be here with me. Gotcha. Uh, and yeah, so, you know, uh, it just came that that comment came out of a place of, of, of I don't know if it was hurt or you know upset 
you know, or whatever, but it was one that was not true, you know, and, and the players who was here last season with Jacob, they all took that to, uh, to, you know, as offensive because there was no issue within the locker room whatsoever. I'm not an owner that runs a tightrope. Okay. And what I mean by that is that I'm in there saying, Hey, you better do this or act this way or whatever. No, I don't do that because one, I hate a micromanager myself. You know, and this this is this is this is a fun lead, you know. So during this time, while we're in this locker room, you know, I only speak of things that 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 matters towards the organization and the team um, when I'm being stern, you know, as reference to information being leaked, you know, to other players or other teams or whatever. Hey, whatever happens in this locker room stays here. Let's mm -hmm. keep that here between us, you know. I'm not going out sharing the information that you guys are sharing don't go out and share the information that i'm sharing in here uh, right. uh, either so if i need to be stern i will be so i don't i don't need to be a tight i have a tight leash on my players for them to respect me or whatever and so and i don't want nobody to be afraid of me i don't need anybody running around saying as it, there was a comment made before that oh nobody nobody can go over to, to houston with demand he, he he's he's so what was this comment that was made? Someone said that I don't listen to other people. And I was like, what? The right. <laughs> like, what? I was like, that is by far the craziest thing I ever heard because people I've worked with, like I say, when when Ryan Michael was here, Ryan made 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 statements and opinions, and I was like, okay, Ryan, okay, let's go with that. You know, uh, Ryan, the first season, Ryan helped me a lot with, with player progression. Um, as I was going, I had, had some, you know, some things going on or whatever, personally, and, and, and Ryan was submitting, play, telling players, hey, what to, what to submit or whatever. He was doing that. And, and that's how I saw him take on that leadership role or whatever. Okay, gotcha. And and so, um, going to go ahead and end this here. But yeah, that was that. You can ask Eddie. Eddie would tell anybody, man, that's far from the truth. Demond gave me full control of the defense. I hate it. He and I, he, he, him, Myself and Shan were talking the other day, and uh, and Shan said, "Man, I, I like how Demond gave me full reign of the offense." And 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 and, and Eddie stated, "Oh, I believe you because when it, when I came over, he gave me full reign of the defense and didn't change not one thing that I added to the defense. He may have said, hey, 'Hey, I did some sims and I don't think this would work or whatever, you know.' And we'll discuss, you know, a, a change for it or whatever. And that's that's basically it." You know, but mm. that's 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 far from the truth, man. And that's a bunch of craziness. It is. <laughs> you know, I have I have two more questions for you, and one of them being um, player retention. Do you think that with Shan being here, do you think that you will have issues retaining your players, or do you think everybody's going to want them staying? I think everybody's going to stay. Going to going to end up staying. It's it's mm -hmm. gonna it, it's. I'm not gonna say it's gonna be hard. I was gonna say because rookie draft or whatever. Um, uh, I think everyone may stay um, because people on the team have stated, "Man, I'm here for the team. I like this locker room. I like what's going on here. Whatever you know, everyone is so welcoming and so forth." Shan stated, "Everyone welcomed him with open arms." You know, and I did put out a statement apologizing to my team by making this decision behind their back. 
And the reason why I did that is because, and also I'm sorry, also in this statement, I noted that although any real CEO, they do not allow, they do not inform their their employees, should I say, the moves that they're making behind closed doors. But I wanted to apologize to my team for not informing them of the move I was making behind closed doors in reference to bringing Shan Varner on because I look at my team as a family. You know, we all say family. I don't know if you saw the Denver game, but if you do, go back and look at it on the Twitch feed because on the SFL Twitch feed, you will see in there, Kai Cash was posting, hashtag Houston is family all throughout the game. And, <clears throat> and man, that, that, that basically made me really really happy because it shows that he's letting everyone know all the stuff you guys are saying about us <clears throat> excuse me it's so untrue you know it's, it's it's so untrue because we are a family and that's what we preach and what we practice uh within the organization but it has, but to answer your question yes i do believe that everyone's going to come back <laughs> okay and hey that was um that was one of the questions that i know that i was kind of interested in in getting your feedback from and the last one is what steps will Houston and the, and, and the league did, that you know of um, will be taken to ensure that Shan won't repeat those same mistakes again? I know what we heard from Shan, but I didn't know if Houston was taking specific message, measures. I didn't know if the league were doing the same thing. I know that they're going to be um, watching his account and things like that. But do you know of anything else or... No, I don't know of anything else, but I do know that the league is 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 over overseeing, you know, his accounts and his activity and so forth. <clears throat> and to my understanding, as far as what I heard is that, you know, the league has access in Discord to see IP addresses that are being used uh, in reference to how they know um, who's doing what with you know with what activity or so. Um, that was my understanding when we first came over to Discord that was told us because we had the same issue uh, I'm not going to say the same issue it was something in reference to people had multiple accounts um, when we when we were back on Slack uh, which was another you know uh, communication platform uh, that the league was, was using at one point in time because we were on Facebook and Facebook became just so you know it, it, we weren't able to keep track of all of the communication that was going on uh, <clears throat> to Facebook, whatever. But, but so yeah, um, me personally is basically uh, well, what Houston is doing is basically nurturing shame. You know, <laughs> that's what the team is doing. We're nurturing Shan to keep him positive. Shan already knows what he did was 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 not tolerated by the league. He accepted that he's he's been remorseful. You know, um, throughout the entire process, he he uh, lived up to his 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 punishment and so forth by you know not really having communication with anyone um, or so forth. Uh, as some people asked during the show, well, if he wasn't supposed to talk to anyone, why was he talking to Houston? Well, first and foremost, we're friends. You know, uh, I reached out to him that. To my understanding, it was that he was not supposed to have contact or, or should I say, reach out to anyone else um, pertaining to the league. He couldn't reach out to anyone, you know, but, but we could reach out to him. You know, I mean, we're still friends. So what? Yeah. You know, 
uh, as far as a reference to that, that, that would happen. You know, I, I'm not going to, you know, throw the guy underneath the bus and so forth, like most people has done so forth. And another thing, this is what I want to say, Ashley. Uh, it, was, it was in reference to something you stated earlier as far as, um, you didn't quite say this, but I'm starting to see a division within the SFL. And, and, and I'm not meaning divisions in, in, in which to brackets. Uh, mm. uh, uh, that has a certain amount of teams. I mean, a division within this league of the people. When a lot of when when a lot of people start, well, not a lot of people. When this league first started, this is what I heard that there there, there were only there, at times there would be two to four people watching games. When I came in, it was around eight to fifteen or so, and it gradually, 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 you know, increased and so forth. And at that time, you know, at that time, it was a lot of respect, you know, within everyone. As Shan stated, it was about building relationships between us all or whatever, you know. And, uh, you know, we always had talks about, you know, meeting up at a, at a, at a, at a, at a destination, you know, as, as a, at a particular location and so forth and just having some fun. Cam has always talked about going to Vegas. I don't know what it is with him in Vegas, but he wants to go to Vegas bad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he wants to go to Vegas bad, man. He always talked about going to Vegas. We There was one point before we even had the convention with that. I want to say Kanye Rockefeller worked in Vegas. And, mm-hmm. and, and Kanye started, you know, shopping for, you know, hotels and stuff like that or whatever, uh, trying to book a group of rooms and so forth. But yeah, so, and you know, it was, like I said, it was all about, building relationships, coming together and so forth. And so, and then after, after ball games, when another owner spoke to another owner, whether it was a win or loss, when someone said good game to you, you felt the genuine behind it. And now it seems that, you know, there's so many people in the league now and, and, and so much is, is being taken place sometimes I don't feel genuine when someone say good game to me, you know, uh, <clears throat> it, it could be genuine. It, it, it could be, it could be, that's just my opinion. I'm not saying it's from every owner and so forth, but I'm just saying at times I don't, it, it seems that, that, and there's been other owners that have said that as well. Um, mm-hmm. You know, sometimes it, it don't feel genuine at all. And, and like I said, I feel that there's a, there's being, there's a division happening within this league. Uh, it was once mutual respect when it came to uh, rivalries and you know battles and stuff like that happening within the league. So now it's like a lot of negative, you know, rivalry trying to come into place or so forth. You gotta be negative to have a rivalry, you know, mm-hmm. um, or whatever. Just just have your rivalry, but also still have that mutual respect. You know, I tell every owner, man, I have mutual respect for you and your organization. You know. And, and, and that's absolutely true. Um, so, like I stated, I feel that that is being, uh, it, me personally, I think it, it's, it's hurting the league because you're starting to see this division happening within this league as the division we saw happen in this country. Yeah, yeah the old guards versus the, well, my thing is this, we are all, like I said, we're all humans, we're all <clears throat> in this league together and nobody is better than the other, I don't care. If you have money, yeah. I don't care if you don't. I don't care uh, about <laughs> what religion you're in. I don't care about none of that. The thing is, we all came together just to have a good time. 
And if you want the trash, if you want the adversity, and if you want all of that, you can go outside your door and get that. It's plenty of it. Watch the news. It's plenty of it. Mm-hmm. When yeah, you come absolutely. here, absolutely. when you come here, this is meant to be an escape. And I think uh-huh. that when people see something, they should say something about it because. I don't understand how this whole old versus new thing got started, but I do know that it needs to end because that's not what that's not what Cam wants. That's not what mm-hmm. this thing is about. And yeah. like I said, if mm-hmm. I see it, I'm gonna say something. I will. I promise yeah. you, I'm gonna say something. Because yeah, it you're changing mm-hmm. the narr- you're changing the narrative. You're changing what this stuff is. You know, if Absolutely. you want, hey, go to any other league. They got, mm-hmm. but not here. We don't yeah, know. Absolutely. Yeah. The old guard versus new guard stuff. I don't even know where that even came from or how that even started. Um, then there was a comp there was a there was a comment made uh, you know on uh, 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 on the other network <laughs> about that 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 old owners don't like to share information. That's far from the truth. Um I can recall having many conversations with, with new people coming in and providing them with information and so forth. Um, I can remember j- even just last season when Fort Worth and, 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 and Lone Star came in, I had a conversation with Charles, the owner of Lone, co- co-owner of Lone Star. I had a conversation with Charles. Charles said, wait a minute, let me grab my pen and paper. <laughs> that sounds like, you know, <laughs> yeah. So, 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 so Charles and I, you know, had a conversation. We even chatted, you know, uh, 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 through Discord or whatever. And, and um, Stephen and I, Stephen Hacker and I, we uh we broadcast the game. We broadcast the game, one game last season. And after that game, we stayed in in, in the chat uh, of that game channel. And Stephen and I talked about so much regarding the league. I mean, it was a it was a great conversation between Stephen and I. Stephen asked certain questions. Um, I I gave Stephen uh, uh you know information or whatever, knowing that we were going to be rivalry starting this this, this Texas uh uh uh. uh triangle between Lone Star, Fort Worth, and, and, and Houston, and so forth. So it doesn't matter how many times I play you or whatever. Uh, I'm okay with giving information. Now, will I withhold back some information? Yes, I mean, come on. It's it's, it's like... Um, you don't want to give away all your secrets, but you know, you do want to be able to help. Exactly. It's, 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 it's like corporation competitiveness. You know, mm-hmm. I, I can't give you everything I have. You know, you have some organizations, they sit back, watch what their competitor is doing. Like, I love to use Apple and Samsung. Mm-hmm. You know, the two most uh, powerful cell phone companies, you know, <laughs> in the world. Yeah. If you look at it, me personally, I think Apple targets the younger generation and I think Samsung targets the, the more older generation. And reason being is because Apple comes out with certain technology that is geared towards what uh, uh, the young generation is doing within social media and so forth as far as all of their things surrounding their cameras. Um, Apple has the best camera. Don't get me wrong. I have a, I'm a Samsung guy. Apple has the best camera, front and back. Um, I love the feature of, uh, uh, of nighttime flash, you know, on the front camera. Oh, Samsung, you got to come up with it. You know what I'm saying? So now I'm talking about competitiveness here you know almost went to apple just because of that feature you know so mm-hmm. i bet <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> well yeah that's that man so you know 
uh, I have no problem with sharing information with anybody. <clears throat> anybody come and ask me anything, and, and I'll share it with them. You know, just don't ask me the week we gotta put. You know, so <laughs> right. <laughs> I go ask and say, so what you gonna be doing? And it's on Wednesday, Tuesday. Yeah, what's up? Yeah. What, what's up with your what's up with your playbooks? No, you gonna wait until it's submitted. And then I'll tell you. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. But yeah, but yeah, all of this old guard, new guard, division stuff, guys. You looking at this video? Just stop. We don't yeah, need it. It, it, needs, it needs to stop. It needs to stop. It's it's, it's really hurting me. Jen um, chat. If you want to talk about anything toxic, Jen will chat toxic. And it uh, doesn't have to be. And that's the thing. And that's, what, and that's what runs people away from from communicate. You remember when we when I first started, we had to chat and I'm gonna let you go because I know we gotta go. But um in general chat, we had to talk. You had to actually chat to get your ranking up. You know, yes, now it's that. just now it's just, you know, you pay your money mm -hmm. and that's it. But I I remember that but those used to be some really good conversations that people were just talking. Some you had the spammers, of course the the moderators check that, but um, mm -hmm. There were some really good conversations that were you were having, not only because you had to, um, but it was also kind of making you get close, and then kind of mm -hmm. making you share information and have good conversations with people. So I don't know, maybe the league needs to get back to a little bit more of that. You know, maybe to work towards getting some other attributes, or maybe getting the the um, different shots of your players. I know we has to, we used to have to pay for that. Maybe you could just. If you, if you have your chat rankings high enough, you automatically get it, you know? So, yeah, things absolutely. like that. But I think that this is a good place to be. And we just cannot let um, toxicity or people that want to treat it a certain way rule. You can't do it. And absolutely. I think Shan, I think with people like you and, and, and you know, and Shan and with um, everybody else that just wants to move on and be positive inspiration, y'all do that because you you've done enough apologizing. Um, people that want to accept your apology have already; they moved on. People that don't mm -hmm. want it, I don't think you should have said it this way. You should have said it this way, or you didn't say what I wanted you to say. Hey, I said it how I said it, and if you don't take it, then that's what it is. You're gonna forever be. Yeah, well, thank you, absolutely. man. Thank you both for coming on. I really appreciate you, Demond. Of course, y'all can come on at any time you want to, and to be, you know, in a different light. But y'all did had a fantastic win over Denver, and you didn't go in there, didn't go, y'all didn't go in general chat, and you know, um, um, plague it and 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 boast about yeah. it. Y'all just took it graciously, and that's a good absolutely, thing. absolutely. I'm gonna tell you, I, ever since I got an organization, season six. One thing that I never did was I always looked at it like karma can come bite you in the butt in this league. And, uh, <laughs> in reference to leading up leading up to that week. So in week, week season six, I never went into, you know, chats and, 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 and brag about what we're gonna do, we're gonna do this, we're gonna do that, because I have no control of what the AI is gonna do, you know? And I don't wanna go in there, open my mouth, and then, you know, the whole team over the camera open it open a can of whoop ass on us you know and so <laughs> and so and you know in reference to, to denver we won the game we celebrated amongst ourselves in the locker room the players were on a high because we proved that we can play with the best of them and yeah. denver was 
was the best team in the league at that, you know, uh, according according to last week and so forth. So now we feel that we can start, get, you know, getting some respect. Uh, we got to take care of Louisiana this week. And I feel that once, you know, after this game here, um, if we come away with the win, the league was, we will put the league on notice that, hey, you know, y'all better start looking out for us. We, we come to play some ball. There you go. <laughs> just, just shut them up on the field. That's all you can do. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. That's exactly right. what we do. All right, man. All right. Thank you again. And I appreciate y'all for being on. Thank I, you for having us. Yeah, what? I really, oh, thank you for having us. I really appreciate it. You know, this is the Apology Tour. H Town Stand Up. <laughs> I just like said Apology Tour. <laughs> the Apology Tour that stops here, huh? <laughs> Two steps. We may make another stop. Hey, you know? do you think? I, do you think? Because I'm sure it's probably going to be some questions that come from this that somebody else yeah. wants to ask. So that, that'll be good. But, um, hey, absolutely. You know, uh, <laughs> no problem with that at all. But hey, once again, thank you for having us, Ashley. Um, I really do appreciate it. I have an 11 month old in the next room that's probably, that's really seeking my attention right now because my wife is gotcha. at work. So gotcha. let me get to that. Thank you. Absolutely. <laughs> right. And everybody, stay safe, treat each other well. Striker. <laughs>